All right, welcome to the Ray Hart Rundown. Hey, what's up, guys? Okay, so I have a little bit of behind the scenes of a new film that just came out. The new Borat 2 film that came out on Amazon Prime. Have you seen it yet? I saw it. Yeah, it's me too, man. freaking hilarious. I loved it. So favorite, great. My favorite movie of this year by far. Before I jump into that, I do have to mention there's a little little bitty tidbit of, of news that I got. So, remember the movie Wedding Crashers? Yeah. They're actually, from what I just heard, I don't know if that's actually verified, but they're going to be making a sequel. It's not verified. That's, that's what I was going to say, is that they are talking about it right now. Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams hinted to it a couple months ago, but it wasn't until recently that Vince Vaughn has been actually considering serious talks about it. All right. On. Whether they do well, it or Will not. Ferrell. Oh, yeah. He, Will Ferrell was in that. Right. How could I forget? That part was great. Mom, the meatloaf. <laughs> so... Uh, that is a little thing that may be happening. It looks like it's going to be a go. They all enjoyed working on the set, apparently, yeah. from what I saw. Okay, but anyways, going back to what I was saying, behind the scenes of Borat 2. If you haven't seen Borat 2, it's available on Amazon Prime Video. It's amazing. It's so funny. Amazing. It is Like, so I didn't funny. care for the first Borat, right. but this one was incredible. It was so funny. Even if you haven't seen, even if you haven't seen the first Borat, this is definitely one to see. Yeah. You don't need to see the first one in order to understand the second one. Right. Uh, okay. So if you haven't seen it, I apologize, but I'm going to give you behind the scenes scoops on it. So let's hope that let's hope you have seen it by the time you hear this. Okay. First thing is the costume shop. You can, and you could see some of these in the trailer. Yeah. And the, so if you saw the trailer. You saw the crappy reporter costume. Right. So the costume shop though, like the owner of the costume shop. Had no idea that Sacha Baron Cohen, Borat, any of it. Literally thought it was a documentary. Literally thought it was a European documentary. So he just went ahead and was all helping him just like he would any other customer. Had no idea it was even going to be on Amazon or anything. Right. So that's one thing. The the debutante ball that they attend. Oh, yeah. So weeks prior, or not even maybe not even weeks prior, but right before the debutante ball... The people were in that area. I can't remember where it was filmed at. But, I want to say it was Georgia somewhere. But people in that area were given an invitation to go right. to this debutante ball. So they thought it was an actual debutante ball. And they were also given a quiz that turned in. And the quiz was all about pop culture. Like they would have a picture of Will Ferrell and be like, do you know who this is? Yes or no. And a picture of Sacha Baron Cohen. And it said, do you know who this is? Yes or no. Or, you know, and things like that. So depending on how they answered would depend on if they were going to be in the room that everything was going to go, you know, sideways in. Oh, right on. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So what <laughs> what ended up happening was so many people when it and I'm not going to give away what happens to the movie. You have to see the film, but for those of you that have when things go sideways during the debutante ball, people started storming out. Oh yeah, you and, can see that. Yeah, they start. Not only they they weren't allowed to have their phones inside the ballroom, so when things go sideways, they started getting pissed and storming out, going to the front desk to pick up their phones, and they ended up. But, but again, they were actually paid a hundred dollars each to go to that ball, which is why they were there. So they weren't right. expecting what they saw, anyways. It was hilarious, though. Regardless, yeah, not one fucking guy in that ball. Piece oh, of shit yeah. fucking human being. His daughter even called him out. Yeah. It was like, you, it's fucked up. And if you see it, then you'll know what I'm talking about. The um, When Borat, when he is with the two guys in lockdown. The QAnon guys? In, in quarantine. Yeah. He actually stayed with them for five days. Oh, it was just five days? Not just five days, but like five days as, Bo- they, they didn't know who he was. Five days as Borat. Remember when we were, last episode we were talking, or an episode or two ago, we were talking about being in character yeah. all the time? He did that for five straight days. Five straight days waking up as Borat, going to bed as Borat, like breakfast, lunch, dinner, the whole nine yards. Oh, shit. Five straight days to pull that off. Yeah. So even though it, it doesn't last too long in the film, it's not a large portion of the film, mm-hmm. but it, <laughs> it was five days worth of filming. So that's why I mean it made it it worked. It they believed yeah. it, it made it it made it real. The other piece I have of behind the scenes here is uh so when he goes on stage to sing, yeah. Uh 
he he was on stage singing um at that uh it was like a uh it was NRA sort of, rally or yeah, something like that, right? Yeah, it was some right? sort of Trump rally. So he underneath the outfit he had actually a bulletproof vest on in case shit went Smart. sideways. And shit what you don't see in the film, I think, is that shit did go sideways because somebody from another, whatever, Black Lives Matter or some other group came over to talk and they saw him and said, that's Sacha Baron Cohen up there singing, like, holy crap. And that's when things through the whole crowd started getting angry. Right, because somebody called, called him out, out and right. then everybody, when they found, yeah. When they found out he was up there and, he was, and everything was supposed to be funny. They got mad. Yeah. And then, so they chased him. He had a, like an RV type van on standby Mm -hmm. to like, like production van. He ran to the production van and got inside of it. The crowd that was chasing him surrounded the RV and started banging on it. He actually posted video of it, I believe on Twitter and I'll find it and repost it on Patreon for our subscribers. But they started banging on, they even actually ripped the door open to pull him out and he grabbed the door and shut it with all of his body weight and was like drive 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 so that was probably he said the most scariest part because he realized that there's a good chance that that bulletproof vest was going to be completely useless yeah with how many people were toting guns and everything the other thing was let me get to uh let me see here oh so when and you see it in the trailer where he busts into the Michael Pence. Yeah, Michael Pence. Yeah, rally. And he's like, I've got the girl for you and all that. Yeah, Michael Pence, I got the girl for you. Yeah. So he hid in the bathroom in that... Five hours, right? Five hours in order to get the done. He actually went through their metal detectors and the whole thing. And they stopped him because the metal detectors went off. Yep. And they said, like, what's up? We got metal detectors. And he was just like, oh, uh, I have a, a pacemaker. Yeah. So it's probably why. And they said, okay, and let him go. Right. Are you kidding me? There was actually, well, because like the first one went off and he said it was his pacemaker. And then uh, his metal detector went off again a little bit lower. And he goes, what is that? And he started stalling. And the guy was, and the the guy who wanted him was like, it's probably the wire for the pacemaker, right? He goes, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he goes, okay, go on through. <laughs> like the guy. Yeah. Whatever yeah, so he so. Hid, yeah five hours he hid inside the bathroom to pull that joke off, um, which was hilarious. And then uh, one of the last bits I have for that is the ever so popular Rudy Giuliani scene. Yeah. So of course Rudy Giuliani's people go in and they search the entire hotel floor. They search every single room, the whole nine yards. Yep. But they built a before the his people got there. <clears throat> Sasha Baron Cohen and his people built a six by three bunker in the closet. Yeah. To make it look like the wall, like completely hidden. Now, inside that closet bunker, Sasha Baron Cohen, like, kind of hid, waiting to see what was going to happen. Right. And had no outside contact with anybody outside of the room because there was nobody in the room. The cameras were just set up and it was just what what you see in the film was just happening as it was playing out. Yeah. And before he bust out, the only thing he had was a cell phone on him that was, like, muted. He had to put the cell phone on airplane mode because when the whole scene started, he only had 3% battery. Oh, no shit. Nobody charged the cell phone before that went, before that all happened. So he it was sporadic on the information he was getting. And so, like, the timing almost went really bad. Yeah. Like, really bad. So, again, take a look. Uh, those are some of the insights I had gotten for the new Borat 2 film. And you can hear Sacha Baron Cohen talk about it with... He's talked about bits and pieces of it with interviews and things like that. And I'll find what I can for our Patreon viewers, especially that. I know that Twitter video is out there uh, to post. So, I don't know. The movie was hilarious. I thought it was great. Oh, yeah. The movie was... I liked the, I liked the first one. I remember seeing the first one in theaters years ago. And thinking back then, before before you know who Borat was, and watching his character interact with people thinking that he was, you know, from Kazakhstan and didn't know better. Yeah. So that's what made it funny. But once you know the character, then it's kind of, to like like you did, like to kind of go back and watch it again, it's kind of like, oh, it's not, it's not funny. Because, and again, I have a feeling it has to do with the time. Because yeah. Borat 2 is, is very... In today's time. Yeah, and very leans very political. Right. So I think that's a lot 
has to do with, with the, the time frame of the original Borat that came out, whatever it was, 10, 10 years ago or nine, nine years ago, whatever it was. Yeah, something like that. It's definitely a, definitely a, a must-see just so that at least anything you're brought up. Yeah. I, latest pop culture news, I should say. I uh, I almost went because um, I, I worked the bar on Halloween. Right. And I wanted to go as Borat on Halloween. Dude, that would have been so fucking So hilarious. I could have stayed in character all night long. Like, vodka soda, very nice, yes. Oh, you wanted the truly, you know? <laughs> and then whenever somebody orders the high five, the beer that's local around here, yeah. I'd be like, high five, and I just high five them. What do you want to drink? Don't even give them the beer. Don't just... even give them the beer. <laughs> I, and then they say high five, and a high five. And I give them <laughs> All the right, high five. high five. You know, but I wanted yeah. to do that so bad, but uh, it's, we could we weren't allowed to wear uh, Halloween costumes. It's a good thing you didn't. It's a good thing work. you didn't go buy one. And show up like that, and then find out I was then, I was supposed yeah, to be wearing a work out, uniform. Yeah. I would have been pissed. I'd be like, "All right, who's reimbursing me for this costume? Well, those things cost like fucking two hundred dollars now." You know, we know the costume was available because they actually showed it in the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, did you hear about some of the new shows though that are actually coming out? I I have heard sp- bits and pieces, and I and I didn't dive in because the only thing I dove into this week was. When I got a little bit of the Borat two mm-hmm. inside, I was like, "Oh, that's a brand new movie. Let's let's dive more." So I just started piecing together a whole bunch of stuff that Sasha Baron Cohen was talking about in interviews to get the information I just let out. So, well, I've got some shows that uh, is bringing me back to my childhood. Oh wow! Okay, so yeah. '90s shows. Yeah. Okay, so I know we mentioned Saved by the Bell before. Yeah, that's not one of them. Not, I, I wasn't a Saved by the Bells kid. I was a Fresh Prince of Bel Air kid. Yeah, they uh, Saved by the Bell was early '90s. Fresh Prince was mid '90s. So, yeah. so that was my time. But um, no, so actually, uh, when this episode airs, right. it'll be November twentieth. Right. Uh, sure. Yes, it is. It, okay. it will be. Which means, right now, when you're done listening to this podcast. You could turn on Hulu and find brand new episodes of Animaniacs and Pinky oh, of the Brain. That's right, brand new ones too. Like not brand new even, ones. Yep, I did hear about. I did hear about the Animaniacs coming back. Yep, it's they Hulu were... started on Hulu. It's gonna be. It's featuring Pinky and the Brain as well, which right. I loved that show. Those guys were as like, a kid. They were hilarious. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they're gonna be effective right now. Whenever you're listening, that's awesome. To this. Because you can like, watch it on Hulu. I remember seeing it came like I want to say like six months ago. It came across my desk for uh, the voice acting for they were casting for some of it. I don't know what for. Oh, right. Because on. you figured six months ago in animation, it, yeah. that should have been like a year ago. But I saw something about it. Like, oh, they're needing extra voices for casting. And it's probably like different other side characters and stuff. Yeah, maybe it's something be, you know, odd. But because a year ago, you're gonna have your main voices, right? Your main characters. But uh, that's awesome. I'm uh, actually I'm excited about that. Yeah, one. me too, that. man. I'm I'm super excited to start watching Animaniacs again. I got so many friends that. Uh, that know that entire song, they can literally name every country in the world because of that song. Oh, from the because Animaniacs. of that, that, that um, yeah, you know, um, which is really cool. But I never got, I, I never watched that episode that many times. Yeah, I didn't see it enough to but, <laughs> memorize it. Sorry, but yeah, and then uh, now beginning production, uh, beginning of next year is a new season of Dexter. Oh, they're bringing back Dexter for Hulu specifically, isn't it? Hulu? No, that's going to be Showtime. Oh, Showtime picked it up. Yeah, Showtime. I knew well, Showtime else... was always Dexter. Okay, Dexter I, was okay. always. On I knew there was like it went away for a while. Yeah, it was done it over. Was, the yeah, whole series was... was over. Like they ended it with a finale, like the whole thing. So they're bringing it back for another season, man. The fans just wanted more. So they're just okay. So they're just I coming think back what happened again. was that show you came out, right? And people related to it because of Dexter. And then people started going back and watching Dexter again when they oh, got done. So you think it like pushed a, a popularity domino? I yeah, I nice. think that it was once people saw you. Granted, they I love that show you. Yeah, but um, I think that it pushed a lot of people. Like, oh man, this reminds me of Dexter. You know what? I'm gonna go back and watch a right. series again. And I think it pushed it for another season. So Dexter, the new season of Dexter should be launching uh, fall of next year. Nice. Um, as now, so long as COVID doesn't, you know, right, get worse. Keep going. And everything else. Now that show, just to jump back real quick, but that show you was originally not a Netflix series show. Yeah, was that a, was, it was um, Lifetime. Lifetime movie. It was network, months yeah. prior, and it was on Lifetime, and it didn't, it didn't move. Like it didn't do. Yeah, well. it didn't do anything. So everyone was kind of like, everyone I should say everyone at Lifetime was kind of like, okay, just you know, sell it off to Netflix or somebody and get it going. 
and then Netflix grabbed it, and the next thing you know, it blew it, up. Like, and that was even that was not even it didn't blow up because of quarantine. Like it, the first season blew up just because it was it was what it was. Right. And I think my, uh, I don't say my interpretation, but my favorite part of the whole you series is that inner monologue. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that that. But see, like, solidifies I, the character. I absolutely love any type of narrative um, aspect into a film. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're hearing the thoughts of the main character, because you it puts you in their shoes. You know what I mean? Right. It, it, it helps. It, it helps explain what they're thinking. Right. Right. Like it. And so it it puts you as it puts you into that world of mm-hmm. what's going on in that character's life. I absolutely love it, and that's why you is definitely up there as one of my favorite shows that's been out in the recent years. Um, now speaking of some of my favorite shows, my name is Earl. Didn't that, you, you told me about this, that it ended abruptly. It ended so abruptly. Okay. I mean, I don't like, even know how, I don't even know how many seasons. I've never it, seen the show. It, so it, I like, can't... it had four seasons Okay, and the very final season said to be continued and then it was canceled. Yeah. <laughs> like was, that was Jason. Jason uh, Lee. Jason yep. Lee. Yeah. So hilarious too, by the way. He's oh, a funny yeah. guy. I love oh, yeah. Did you the... know he was a skateboarder before he yes. got into acting? Yes, I actually. I you... yeah. <laughs> I'm so corny. Oh, I used to follow him. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I like when he was a skateboarder. I was like a, a skater, and you were the Jason Lee I, fan. I was a Jason Lee world. fan. I would like see him in Thrasher magazine and all that. Now I think yeah, he named I his kid bad. something fucking ridiculous, and I feel sorry for his kid for that. Oh, I do know this, and I guarantee you we probably have fans that know this answer, too. But let's go ahead and tell it. Say it. He named his kid Pilot Inspector Lee. Yeah. Like, Pilot Inspector. what? Pilot, uh... <laughs> I mean, whatever, man. To each his own. I mean, that's just so wrong to do that to a kid. But, I mean, you're Jason Lee. You know, you do what you got to do, man. I can't, I can't judge you. But, in any case, that show ended very abruptly. Now, mind you, this show ended 11 years ago. So I'm just, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the show, you haven't caught up on it, it's been nine years. Chances are, you're not going to catch up on it. So I'm just going to tell you how yeah, it ended. Chances are, you're not going to. If you haven't watched it in quarantine by now, you're yeah, kind of You're, you're probably there. not going to watch it. You're not going to But the show is about a guy who's done wrong his whole life. He's been a criminal, he steals things, and he wins $100,000 on a scratch-off right. ticket, and then he gets immediately hit by a car Ouch. and loses his ticket. So then he hears Carson Daly talk about karma. Right. Do good things, good things happen. Do bad things, it'll come back to haunt you. So now he makes a list of everything bad he ever did. And he's going back to make up for it because he's just trying to be a better person. Mm -hmm. And so he's going through and he's writing all of his wrongs to everybody that he's ever stolen from or did anything to. In the very beginning, you find out he marries a woman when he was hammered drunk. He married a pregnant woman while he was hammered drunk and didn't remember any of it. Wow. And then uh, all they knew about the father of the kid was that he drove a Dodge, or he drove a a, um, a Ford. So mm-hmm. they named the kid Dodge. And then, <laughs> um, so mind you, this is like in the trailer park aspect. Right, of course. Like, you know, know. things. And, um, and then they have a kid, they go to have a kid of their own, and kid comes out African-American. And he named him <laughs> Earl Jr., you know? So, um, and then you find out that that was actually Darnell Crabman, who she leaves him for in the first episode. Anyway, so now jumping to the season finale, you actually find out in the last five, last couple minutes of it. Right. That he had actually hooked up with Joy prior to them meeting and getting married and everything. Uh-huh. And Dodge is actually his kid. So that changes everything. And then you find out that Earl Jr. is not Darnell's, Crabman's. So that changes everything. So again. now there's a whole... And then Darnell's her new husband. So now there's like... More controversy. Sh- more controversy on top of everything. And then it was to be continued and fucking canceled. So did they give a... Okay, I was going to say, did they give a date when it's, when we're going to be able to pick up where the show left off? They still have not decided if they're going to be able to do a final season. Um, Jason Lee talked about it recently, about how he wants to complete that universe and how he wants to do it and everything. And the, the creator of it, um, Greg Garcia, really wants to complete it as well. But it's been 11 years. Would you like to know how the series was supposed to end? Oh, you have a you have a behind the scenes of the original ending. 
Yes, the original yeah. ending of how it's supposed to so end. So it's not it's not necessarily okay. So let's clarify: it's not necessarily how, how it's going how to it's end. going in. Okay, but this is what Greg Garcia put on Reddit seven years ago because people were like, "Dude, what happened? What, what was yeah, supposed to happen? On? Come no, on, nothing's... don't leave us hanging like this." So finally, somebody asked, "Who is Earl Jr.'s real father, and did Earl ever finish the list?" So Greg Garcia responded seven years ago. We never really got the chance to fully figure it out, but the talk in the writer's room was that Earl Jr.'s dad was going to be someone famous, like Dave Chappelle or Little John, someone that came to town on tour and Joyce slept with. But when we got canceled, we never got the chance to figure it out. I was worried about doing a cliffhanger, but I asked NBC if it was safe to do one at the end of the season, and they told me it was. I guess it wasn't. I had always had an ending to Earl, and I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to see it happen. You've got a show about a guy with a list, so not seeing him finish it is quite a bummer. But the truth is, he wasn't ever going to finish the list. The basic idea of the ending was that while he was stuck on a really hard list item, he was going to start to get frustrated that he was never going to finish it. Then he runs into someone who had a list of their own, and Earl was on it. They needed to make up for something bad they had done to Earl. He asks them where they had gotten the idea of making a list, and they tell him someone came to them with a list, and that person got the idea from someone else. Earl eventually realizes that his list started a chain reaction of people with lists, and that he's finally put more good into the world than bad. So at that point, he was going to tear up his list and go live his life, walk into the sunset a free man with good karma. Dude, that's awesome. That's amazing. That's a great, that's a great ending. Yeah. Like, and it's like, so like for 11 years, I've had this cliffhanger going in my life <laughs> of one just... of my favorite shows and i finally got closure yesterday when i read that <laughs> but yeah but they're still talking about doing one final season if they can you know and so um, we may and who knows it's all we, about the networks at and, that point but we may see that ending now yeah we may see that ending that would be great yeah even if though we know amazing. what it is it's still gonna especially be... if they pick it up like it's 11 years later and he's still trying to do the list oh yeah like if it's even super long yeah yeah you know it's like 11 years had passed and, you know, I still haven't gotten all my great karma. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know? But yeah. And then there's uh, there's one more show that I want to talk about. I'm so excited for it. I honestly, I think I'm more excited for this show than I am Animaniacs. Because okay. once again, it goes back to my childhood. I I have no idea. I mean, there's so many <laughs> so many shows from the childhood. The, from the 90s, especially? No. Comedy Central just picked up for two seasons. Okay, let me see if I can guess. Let me see if I can guess. Okay. So a 90s show. Uh-huh. Two seasons. Yep. It gets two seasons and um, side projects, like side deals as well. Okay. So it gets spinoffs and, and other like possible movies and stuff. It's not the Jerky Boys, is it? Nope. Thank God. It's not Crank Yankers. Nope. Because that's on now. It's... Wow! I, 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 my only my only thing that goes back to Comedy Central '90s, besides from stand up, because that's all I would ever watch on Comedy Central was stand up. Uh, was South Park, but that's still on. It's similar, if that helps. No, because that only, the only thing I can think of when you say that now becomes the Family Guy or the Simpsons. You are so close, my friend. Yeah, I. I Sure, it's probably an animated. It's not like Brickleberry or something weird, right? Nope. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beavis and Butthead. Fuck yeah, Beavis and Butthead, man. Oh my god, I should have known. I should have known. I should have known. Yeah, Mike Judge just signed a deal with Comedy Central for two more seasons of Beavis and Butthead. Now, Mike Judge already said that this is going to have something for everyone. For people who used to watch the original show the and original, like the classic yeah. jokes and the old school pop culture jokes. Right. And for people with pop culture jokes nowadays. Kind of like the newest, because they had a new season of Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, I thought year, they did Back in 2012, 2013. Mm-hmm. And Beavis and Butthead would watch MTV still. But it was what was on MTV back in 2012, 2013. Yeah, which is not what was which the was original. Which was 16 and Pregnant, Teen Mom, yeah. Jersey Shore, you know? <laughs> and they would sit there and make fun of Snooki the whole time, dude. It was great. I, and I agree with you. It's totally, it was totally great. But let's just take a, one minute here, just a side note, and say, what the hell happened to MTV? <laughs> like MTV back Music in- television, you know, at 3 in the morning. 
Yeah, because that's <laughs> like, when you get your music. That's it. That's it's, all. And that, I don't even think they do that anymore. I think you have, for that, you have to go to VH1 Jumpstart. It's, it, it's crazy. Uh, the MTV Music Television used to be where you could flip it on, and it would be music videos. All or it would be Headbangers Ball. Or it would be yeah. some kind of... You know, all about music. Total then, Request Live or whatever. And, and then now, when it wasn't music, they created MTV2, which is all music all the time. Yeah. So that Because they messed your, up yeah. MTV1. And now MTV2 is the exact same yeah, thing as MTV1 is. So stupid garbage. They can't. They need to go back. You know what? One of the fav- my favorite, and this is probably not even MTV. I think it's more VH1, which shows my age again. But remember Pop-Up Video? Did you ever see Pop-Up Video? I'm I'm sure I have. That's I'm when sure they, you they have pop to, up behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, I mean, essentially, it's yeah. what we're doing right here at this podcast. Right. It's is you watch the music video and you get little tidbits of facts of like either things that are happening in the video or something that was behind the scenes or whatever. Right, dude. I would literally like like if I found out it was coming on, I would clear whatever I was fucking doing <laughs> so I could watch it. Yeah, just because I loved the behind the scenes of that so much. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna find more of them. I gotta they gotta have them somewhere. But dude, I'm excited, man, because like two 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 more seasons of Beavis and Butthead at yeah. least for Comedy Central too. Right. Not MTV. Now it's moving to Comedy Central, which I feel like you have a lot more leniency on what you can say and do. Yeah, well South Park kind of paved the way for that. Yeah. I mean, they they push the envelopes, you know, Matt and Trey push the envelopes every single every single episode. Yeah. Um But plus yeah, you get movie you. deals. Right, and I have... Well, they, they, those aren't set in stone, like the two seasons are. Right. But there's, it's, they're still Side under projects, wraps. Right. Now, keep in mind that with the Beavis and Butthead characters, they they had the neighbor... I can't think of his name. Maybe you know it. The neighbor? Uh, I can't remember his name, but he was based off of... He's what created King of the Hill. King of the Hill, right? He was based okay, off so of Hank Hill, yeah. It's not that Mike Judge wasn't was like out of work or not doing anything, because he still was cranking King of the Hill. King Is, is King of the Hill even still on? Uh, probably. I don't know if it's if it's sure. on right now still or not. Uh, King of the Hill ended in 2010, according to IMDb. Okay, so perfect. So there you go. But either way, he went on to make movies after that. Yeah, he I even mean, he made did... a movie called Extract with Mila Kunis and Jason Bateman. Right. So again, it's not that he wasn't like desperate for anything, but I think if Beavis and Butthead comes back, it is going to be geared towards a new generation. But it's going to have a lot of it's. They, he has to have a lot of the old. Beavis and it's Butthead, gotta be nostalgic like frog baseball and all that other weird stuff that Beavis and Butthead did. Yeah, you know, their God, best movie awesome. that they had was Do America. That was the only one they did. Oh yeah, I'm thinking of the um, they, there was like collection, right? Videos, they did collection DVDs right. or whatever. That's what I'm thinking of. I actually went to the theater and saw Beavis and Butthead Do America. Dude, that's I awesome. watched people walk out of the theater. <laughs> Beavis and Butthead Do America. Dude, because it was offensive was... at the time. Oh yeah, at the time, you know, it was offensive. I don't remember what year it was, but it was, at the time... Beavis people, eats the cactus this in the was, desert, man. Yeah, this was... Tripping. This shit's hilarious. This was pre-South Park, pre... Um, they met their dads, everything. man. They met their dads. Oh, my God. That was... It's like, yeah, pay you 10 grand to go do my wife. Whoa. <laughs> Dude, come on, man. That's fucking hilarious. Anyway. But, yeah, so Beavis and Butthead... That's coming awesome. back for two more seasons. So, wow. I can't so you, wait. Because, so getting... honestly, the newest season that was in 2012... I think it was 2012, anyway... Dude, that was honestly my favorite season they had. Making fun of Snooki and J-Wall, J- J-Wall, uh, J-Wow and yeah. everything like that in Jersey Shore made my whole Dude. week when I heard I'm that I'm going to go show. back and watch them again. Yeah, because like, there was there was one in the new episode when um, Jersey Shore, they were talking about how they had like making pizza in Sicily. Yeah. And J-Wow was like being interviewed. You know how they do that yeah. interview parts of right. the show? And uh she goes, when I get old, my grandkids are like, you know, Grandma, where'd you learn how to make pizza? I'm going to go, bitch, Sicily. That's where I learned. And Beavis is like, you're going to call your grandkids bitch? <laughs> you're the best grandma ever, Grandma JWoww. Like, dude, it's fucking great. Oh, man. So I'm super excited for those new seasons. I mean, I, at least I'll have Animaniacs until they You've got Animaniacs. You've got, you've got that running. You've got... My name is Earl. Possibilities. You've got Dexter. Dexter. You've got uh, Beavis and Butthead now. Yeah, it's so gonna be you, next year is gonna be lit. It better be. Is this fucking Corona bullshit? Is yeah, this twenty twenty sure, is garbage? I'm pretty sure that um, next year I could like lose my car and my job, and I still have a better year than I did this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like so, just completely out on your ass, and you're like, it's still amazing. Yeah, it's still better than last year. <laughs>
did they make they didn't make any new trailers or anything for Beavis and Butthead? No, not yet. Um Network has ordered two seasons of the new series which promises meta themes relatable to both new and old fans. The deals also includes additional spin-offs and specials, but specifics are about those projects as well as the release date for the upcoming two season revival are still under wraps. The original series See, King of the Hill was technically a spin-off. Right. Right. With the original series, Judge will write and produce the series as well as voice the two dim-witted protagonists. Right. He was the he was also the uh was the writer and director, I think, behind uh, Office Space. Yep. Yeah, dude, Office that Space, liquid, man. I that was on Liquid that Television movie. back in the day. I have the special really, edition was... that comes with the stapler and the banner of yeah. is this good for the company and shit. The uh it was all based off of Liquid Television's short Milton. It was a little cartoon short called Milton, where it was all based around that character. Like so all the other characters in that film are were add ons for the movie. Yeah. But um Oh man, I remember Liquid Television. Wow, that's that's a throwback for those of you. I don't know for those of you that remember Liquid Television. You watch like the, those little clips. Beavis and Butthead was on Liquid Television. Aeon Flux. There's tons of weird cartoons late at night on MTV. But I was to say, Mike Judge's been pretty busy actually. He's uh, not only did he do Office Space and like Extract and those movies, uh, he was also one of the co-creators of Silicon Valley on HBO. Right. Yeah, you know, he that, did and that, if you, that show was so fucking yeah, hilarious, yeah, dude. Was. Oh, my God. Yeah, I guess he's got an overall deal right now with HBO also developing a show called Quality Land and A5. No idea. Yeah, I've never... We'll have to dig in, see what we can find on him. You got anything for tech today? or I um... did all of the Borat stuff. <laughs> I've uh, got I, some tech stuff. I, I was so... About. I thought I had a tech thing, but... So this uh, this little tech device is called Keep, K E E P. It is a cannabis storage device, right? Okay. You mean like to use an organ? <laughs> Where all drugs Where are all legal drugs now? are legal now in Oregon? You mean I could have meth? That's right. I think it was, it was jokes it. about on the internet. Uh, yeah. How many people are going to try? How many people will die of dysentery on their way to? The Oregon Trail <laughs> to get there. Oh well, this is uh, we're leaping from the future back to the present, where cannabis is getting prettied up to ease its path to legalization and social acceptance. It's called Keep. Keep. So what it is is it's a container that yep. looks like a clock and shows shows you the time and the weather. That's all. It just looks like a little little clock. Okay. But it has facial recognition when you walk up to it. You, like, you press it, and then it facial recognizes you. Right. And then opens up where you can have little depa- uh, little compartments to keep your weed, your papers. Wow. And there's even a little rolling tray that pops out of it, too. You got pictures? Yep. All right. So we'll post pictures on, on Patreon like we do. And how much does he got a price? $152. $152. But, I mean, it, like, it basically just... It, it makes it to where like nobody knows that there's weed in it. It's a facial recognition clock. Hideaway, hideaway clock. Yeah. yeah. Nice. It's it's pretty I mean, that's a pretty cool idea. It's called Keep? Keep. K E what was it? K E E P. Yep. Keep okay. Cannabis Storage. Let's see, what was some other ones that I had found? Okay. I don't I don't know what the fuck this dude was smoking. But he's selling an electric kettle pot for $179. What what does it do for $179? It boils water. That magically without fire electrically. Or like yeah, you plug that, it into yeah, the wall deal. and exactly. That's why I was like, "Oh, here's the tech that I was uh that I wanted to go through." I just I scrolled by and I was like, "I, I don't get that $179 fucking okay, kettle." Okay, okay. Anyway, it's a new TV that's coming out onto the market. The OLED TV RX by LG. Okay, I I have or have had back in the day a bunch of information on OLED, but a lot has changed in the tech industry. So you'll have to explain this one. It's a long, um, how big is it? Sixty-five inch little box. It looks like a sound bar, and you press the button, and the fucking high def TV rolls out the fucking top yeah. okay so this is exactly the information i had so it's a rolling it's a roll up high def 4k tv yeah, it's film thin it's like yeah. film thin okay I, I think you and i talked about this years ago 
I had my hands on it, physically had my hands on this device back in 2000. Damn, dude, that was like 2005. It was like 15 years ago, but it wasn't a TV. It was a computer monitor, and it was only like a 15-inch or 17-inch computer monitor. I, I was at a conference, electric con, uh, electronic conference, and the vendor walked in. It was, I want to say it was Sony. Who's that one made by? LG. Okay, maybe it was LG then. It might have been LG. He walks in, and he pulls like what looks to be like a piece of cellophane out of his, like, rolled up out of his, like, jacket. And he unrolls it, and you could see through it. It was, like, clear, like like a fucking window. He sticks it onto the wall, because we were all sitting in, like, a classroom-style seating in this conference room. He sticks it on the wall and has a little cord that comes out of it. Still completely see-through. He plugs the cord into, like, his laptop. The damn thing lights up and is, like, boom, monitor, stuck on the wall. And the entire crowd went, holy shit. Because keep in mind, this was 2005. This was like when plasma TVs were just becoming a thing. Right. So they were like, this is some secret technology we're working on. This is the only place you guys are going to see this one until it becomes something we can mass produce and da-da-da-da and here. And so it works by using... The, it uses lighting, and I don't know what your information has, but th- let me have what I Oh, what my I information have. is that it's supposed to come out in sometime in 2020, uh, assuming it's uh, not delayed by the pandemic, and it's going to cost around $60,000. Yeah. So the, <laughs> But here's how it works. Or this is how it was explained to me in 2005. Now, whether things have changed in 15 fucking years, I don't know. The way it works is like, okay, so you know how a firefly flies around and can, like, light up? Yeah. This little like little ass lights up like bling. Hi. Yeah. Okay. Well, the the screen works the same way. It uses like a a, um, a phosphoric gas that's completely see-through in between the plastic. And when hit with electronic signal, illuminates like a firefly. That's cool. That's how it, that's how it was explained to me. The best way is explained to me how it works. So, when you see technology that looks completely see-through like glass and it lights up, the best way you can possibly explain that technology again is like a firefly's ass. So there you go, firefly ass technology. Well, that'd be a great company name, Firefly Ass Industries. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want, there's another product that you can get for twenty nine dollars on Amazon right now. Okay. There's four different styles of a lightsaber umbrella. Oh, maybe. It's just an it's just a normal ass umbrella, but uh, what you're holding is yeah. a lightsaber. The handle, right? And the lightsaber actually goes through the umbrella, so it's like the top of the lightsaber is like lit up, sticking out the top of the. Does umbrella. it light? Does it light up? Yeah, it lights up. Oh, that's awesome. Twenty nine ninety nine. Twenty nine ninety nine on Amazon. Um, Instax camera kit is making a huge comeback. Apparently, uh, it's Polaroid, bro. Yeah, I was going to say, that's like old school, isn't it? Polaroid cameras are making a comeback for the low, low price of $83 on oh, Amazon. $83 for old school technology. It's almost like you're buying a Nokia phone. Yeah. And then, of course, you got your phone soap UV uh, sanitizer. Wait, the what? Say that again? <laughs> it's phones, phone soap UV sanitizer. To wash your phone with? Yes. It's just, it's like a... Yeah, I know. You're going to explain this one. It's, it's like a... Uh, a tanning bed for your phone. <laughs> you just put your phone in it, and the UV okay, rays like okay. kill off any bacteria and stuff. So it's not a, it's not like a soap soap. It's not like a liquid soap. No, they just call it the phone soap. Okay, so okay, so let me put this. Let me write this down real quick. Tanning bed. Is there a picture? Yes, there is. Oh my god. Okay. Tanning tanning bed for your. phone. I might buy that. <laughs> I might buy a phone tanning bed. That might be kind of cool. <laughs> Lightsaber chopsticks that light up. I've seen those. Those were on ThinkGeek. Yeah, two pairs on Amazon for 18 bucks. Are they done by ThinkGeek.com, which is actually owned by GameStop now? It doesn't say. It just says get two pairs from Amazon for $18. Mm. But yeah, they're actually kind of cool. I mean, I use chopsticks all the time because I love sushi, but that about uh, narrows it down, I think, for all of my tech that I found. It's just like some of this shit is just like... Let's let's touch back on what you just ridiculous. said, though. Like, let's touch back on the fact that Oregon just legalized... All drugs. You know, I thought that that was a little... <laughs> I thought that was fucking insane as well. Um, but? I discussed it with somebody. Okay. And he was all like, dude, that's probably actually one of the smartest things that you can do. Right. And I was all like, how so? That's just going to increase your drug problem. He goes, not really. 
He goes, because, like, drugs normally start off with the younger generation, and it's like, if something's bad to do when you're young, you want to be rebellious, and you're right. going to go and do it. Right. He goes, not only that, but it takes the money out of the cartels. Right. Because now it doesn't need to be smuggled in at that point. Like, it's just legalized. Yeah. You well, I mean, you can it's legalized it, to well, use. Well, it's meth. You can fucking make it in your bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's But it's legalized to use. It's not legal to sell. Right. So that's the that's the caveat. You but know, that's just, the... It, I mean, I, if you think about it, like, Amsterdam's done that. Yeah. And Amsterdam is actually those people thriving. are Those people are happy. They're happy as shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? So as much as, like, you know... I mean, but at the same time, drugs are always going to be there. So... Yeah, whether it's can, pharmaceutical or whether it's you know, street drugs. It's, exactly. So you can either just kind of, like at least know it's there or would you rather it be in be hidden from you whenever you're moving into a neighborhood or something. right that's you know the, what i yeah, mean yeah that's another thing that i'm thinking of like i don't want to like move into a neighborhood and be like oh i don't really know this area type of thing right and then it's like oh it's an underground fucking meth den yeah 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 you know yeah instead of like oh look that guy's doing meth on his front patio Okay, not yeah. moving here. Not, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Like being you know, able to judge without. Yeah, right on the. So it's just, it is what it is. I mean, either way, I'm not going to do. It's going to look. So here's the I thing: is any do whatever the fuck they from want. From what I have there. gathered, any country or state, for that matter, that's that's legalized a narcotic has less problems with that narcotic, and it's yeah. not so much less. Like, maybe it's okay. Oh well, you can say that too because it's less, they're not being reported. Well, yeah, because be they're not being it, arrested for right. it. Right. So, okay, but may, that may be true. That also saves you money on tax dollars. Right. And think about the money that it's bringing into Colorado and, and California. Well, that's the marijuana all these industry things. that is like... And that's what I'm saying. That That is... Medicinally, it was just uh, legalized in a bunch of states, too, this last uh, election. Yeah. So I think it's one of those things where it's, everyone's just going to have to kind of give it up, especially when it comes to weed, and just let it be... Yeah, legal so across the board. I, the, fuck they, they want. the government should have just taxed the shit out of it, and like Absolutely. they did cigarettes, and they could have made a, a billion. Oh, and look at that! That could fund month. our universal health care. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> just tax the shit out of all the drugs. <laughs> yeah, and use that to pay for the the medical. Here's the thing: is that we'll never actually have uh, that type of thing, though, because the money that they make on pharmaceutical drugs, oh yeah, is way more profitable. Than anything yeah. that they could possibly the, do. That's the that's one of the big problems. Is so. the, honestly, that's the big freaking problem. Is the the pharmaceutical companies owning or having too much power? It's yeah, absolutely just ridiculous. But in any case, I like I don't, dude. I won't. I don't. I don't even take Tylenol. Like I don't. I you like, know what? I I, would I try. Take... I mean, I, I if if I if I have a really bad headache yeah. or like throw my back out and it's super bad and I've got to right. go to work or something. Yeah, yeah. I might take Tylenol or something like that, but. Dude, I, if I have a headache, I'll deal with the fucking I, headache. I took ibuprofen for like a long time. Like, oh, I, ibuprofen, and I'll leave. Ibuprofen, and I'll leave. And I never went to Tylenol just because I didn't have it on hand, I guess. you know. Yeah. And then I recently bought a thing of Tylenol. And... When I say Tylenol, I just meant aspirin. No, like, I know. I, but I, I won't take uh, – I don't like though, to take pills of any Right, kind. but specifically, I bought Tylenol because I was like, oh, well, Tylenol versus uh, – I, you know, I take ibuprofen all the time. And I took two Tylenol and – I think it's because of my body got used to taking ibuprofen and Aleve and all right. this bullshit. So when I took two Tylenol, it worked like a fucking magic pill. I was like, oh, I feel amazing. <laughs> I feel better than I did I 20 feel, years yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. What am I doing? So anyways. Anyway. All right. So there's our rant about drugs. We could stop that now. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, let's go This episode's from... been about Beavis and Butthead and drugs. Great. Yeah. Total 90s. I think that's the title. <laughs> Total 90s. Total Beavis and Butthead and drugs. Total 90s. Uh, let's move on to Urban Dictionary. There we go. I've got two of them. So let me let me stop you before that. Okay. Because it turns out that somebody has put Picoclus into the Urban Dictionary. Nice. Thanks, guys. Yeah. We don't know who that is. They they reference us though, so clearly it's there. So you can actually <laughs> you can actually Google Picoclus in Google, and it'll pop up. The That's defi- awesome. The definition now is. <laughs> <laughs> it's out there. Uh, it even says a, it like it references us. I think like a use word, a word used on the Ray Hart Rundown podcast, and that's awesome. So yeah, we appreciate that, and uh, yeah, feel free to have fun with that, and you'll see that it's uh, you can Google Peacockless. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right, you ready for your words? I am ready. Go ahead. Let's do this. Tits up. Tits. 
Okay. Going in strong. Straight, okay, straight up. Tit, tits up, as far as I understood, as far as I was understood, anytime you heard tits up was something was dead. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly is right. Is that it? Okay. That's exactly so right. So tits up is like it's tits dead. Up, dead in the water. Dead dead in the water, right. <laughs> dead. It's <laughs> because it's up. floating. Or, it's floating. Right. Exactly. That's exactly right. Good job. It's brick out. Br- that's the next one? It's brick out. It's brick out? Yep. It's so, brick out. Okay, use it in this. Use, I'll it, use it like that. With that emphasis. It's brick out. Okay, just you're gonna have to give me more than that. Use it in a. What's the sentence? The example sentence. It's brick out. It's so fucking cold. Wow, that didn't. That helped zero <laughs> amounts. To be extremely cold out comes from the expression of the wind beating at you so hard it feels like bricks. Oh, okay. So it's a weather. Yeah. It's a weather definition. Yeah. It, I, it's, we would never know that living in Florida. We would never know. No. It's brick out because it's never no, brick out because here. Because what we say down here is it's hot as fucking balls. It's hot as balls. <laughs> I don't think that's a totally different. <laughs> I swear to God, dude. Like, it, we had 60 degree weather here a week ago. Yeah. And it lasted two nights. Yeah. It was and amazing. Now it's like and fucking it 80 over. degrees out at night again. again. I'm so, I'm so done. It's, I hate you. I was all like, oh my god, like, I can't wait to ride my bike when the temperature goes down to, like, 65 degrees. Yeah, and yeah. It's just, like, it lasted two fucking nights. Did you ride? Yeah, fuck yeah, I did. Well, there you but go. But still, I was looking forward to more than just two nights. Did you rock your uh, Ray Hart Rundown sweatshirt? I did. That, and and the Gator. There you go. Nice. All right. I got some Florida. I got two Florida man stories, man. And one of them is real close to home. Are you ready for this? Uh, I'm I'm scared because you say real close to home. I'm afraid it's either one of your friends no. and or one of our family members. No. Okay. No, okay. Not like that. <laughs> not, not that like close. That. I meant not like, that close to home. I meant like a location couple, wise. Like a couple towns over. Got it. Okay. Perfect. Um, I'm going to save that one for the last one, though. All righty. This one here was down somewhere near the Miami area. I'm only saying that because it was from the Miami Herald. Uh, I could be wrong. That's all right. But anyway, naked Florida man drinks two liters of vodka and burns down house while baking cookies on his George Foreman grill. The Florida man answered the door, said he was sorry, and then closed it. <laughs> Wait, but the house was on fire? Yeah. He, he like, like literally he opened the door to the fire department and the police officers. Smoke comes pouring out. The Florida man was butt fucking naked. Goes, <laughs> I'm sorry, and then closes the door. My bad. <laughs> Click. <laughs> they go inside, found out that he was drunk, smoked some weed, started baking, cooking cookies on his George Foreman grill. When they caught fire, he threw towels on top of it and caught those on fire. Oh, wow. Genius. Yeah. So this is a genius. Absolutely. He was 57. So, and naked. Yeah. And he was 57 years old. And is uh, no sorry, fifty three years old. Like it matters well, how old he was, but is there a photo of this? I'm not. I'm not saying we need naked photo dudes, but is there a photo There's of? There's no photo of this guy. Okay, that's fine. No. Okay, but there sorry, is of this Patreon. next guy. <laughs> I mean, be careful. Some of these Florida man stories move from Patreon to OnlyFans. Jesus. Yeah. Right. This guy was also naked. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So lots of naked. Dude, Florida I mean, people. Florida man's always naked. You know that's what? Like, we, that's not new. We just got to talk about how hot as balls it is. So everybody's like, fucking that's getting, why they're all naked. <laughs> getting naked. Flo- naked Florida man dances at McDonald's. Tries to have sex with railing. <laughs> Dude. What? Okay. First, time's out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, time's out. Time's out. Time's out. What railing? <laughs> <laughs> Police arrested a naked Florida man who began dancing strangely at a McDonald's in Naples. Oh! Deputies responded to the incident where the man began taking off his clothes and dancing. According to witnesses, he appeared as if he was trying to have relations with a railing. Just a 63-year-old John... Florida man, Florida man John, was arrested and charged with trespassing on property other than structure. Deputies have con- have had contact with uh, John before from previous trespassing incidents at the same location. Okay, so this is, McDonald's just gets this guy off. Witnesses believe this man must have been on drugs. Clearly. <laughs> you, you think? Because not, not everybody just shows up at McDonald's, drops trow, and starts humping rails. <laughs> Yeah, 
that's 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 if that's all I got in that story. That's it. That's it. You he know got what? That's naked, fun. started fucking a rail, and got arrested. He's for like trespassing. He's like, I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, god, funny. that's great. Oh man. All right, so <laughs> there you go. In this episode, we've given you throwback to your your childhood, behind the scenes of Borat. It's a uh, brick outside. It's clearly not in Florida because yeah. people get naked and humping McDonald's rails. <laughs> yeah, that about wraps it up. Okay, but before we go, I have to again push that that right now on Patreon. It started on the 18th and running till December 2nd. Anybody who signs up for Patreon uh, will get the personalized holiday card from us. The hilarious oh, yeah. personalized holiday postcard. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's happening. So. And for those of you that are already on our Patreon, you are already included and should be getting that postcard. But you have to sign up before December 2nd, otherwise we will not be able to get them mailed out in time. Which tier is it again? Any tier. We're doing it on all tiers. All tiers? So even if you do the $1 one. Nice. Uh, The other thing is, is that we've recently just launched, um, about a week ago, on Patreon as well, uh, uh, loyalty merchandise. So, as before we were giving out merchandise, like... There was one tier that you got a coffee mug. There was one tier you got a t-shirt. There was one tier you got a, like the sticker, I think was available on every tier. We've changed it around. We've uh, got a deal with Patreon to where now, instead of just getting one item every, you know, one item after three months, you'll get an an item every three months. So like every 90 days that you're with us on Patreon, depending on what level Patreon you're at, will depend on what you get. So there's, I know there's the, there's the sticker level where there, we send out the exclusive um, it's exclusive to Patreon stickers. There is the coffee uh, executive producer level, which is the complete coffee cup collection. Now, keep in mind, and, and of course, let me say the director level, which is the t-shirt collection. You get a t-shirt every three months. Every 90 days, we send you a t-shirt. Now, this stuff that we're sending out on Patreon is not available in our merch store. Correct. It is not it is exclusive to Patreon. The only place to get it is on Patreon. You can't order it anywhere. We only made those designs up for Patreon. So if you're planning to, and I'll actually I'll post them on our Instagram so people can see what they look like. And uh, if you haven't seen already. So check it out. Definitely get signed up. Even if you just do the dollar one so they can get that hilarious holiday postcard from us. But now I can already hear the music starting to play. So yeah, it's been playing for a minute. Yeah. So we, <laughs> I need to stop rambling and let everybody go. Um, so make sure to, like I said, sign up for Patreon. Don't forget to check out our merch store, teespring.com slash stores slash Ray Rundown. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week.